Hey, I'm Will Malone, and photography is dead. Long live photography. It's a heck of a lot easier to communicate if we are only communicating simple ideas to a select group of people rather than a lot of ideas to a lot of people. From a marketing or brand awareness standpoint, that's really good advice. It's easier to make an impact if you are making one type of thing. And from a consumption standpoint, however, staying in one's lane is death. It's a funny phenomenon. I see a lot of photographers do the opposite of this. They create a lot of different things and they're generalists, but then they only consume photography related content. It should be totally flipped around. It's hard to be a good photographer if all you know is photography. It's actually easier to be creative when you get your inspiration and ideas from all over the place. And it's taken me a long time to become focused with what I create, mostly because I've been really good at the consuming a lot of things in a lot of different industries thing. I listen to podcasts, read books, watch movies, and more around tons of different things. In fact, I've been consuming a lot of photography-related content lately, and that's super weird for me. I don't feel super connected to that world despite being a photographer for over a decade now. And I like consuming photography related stuff because, well, I like photography and I have a photography related podcast. But I will be honest, it feels a little indulgent. I feel a little guilty for it. It feels like junk food a little bit. Same with talking about cameras or technology or whatever else. Fun, but it's all kind of a distraction from the point of all this. As an example, I think my favorite photo book is the Momofuku cookbook. And it's not a photo book per se, although I suppose cookbooks can be considered that sometimes. But it has many photos in the book that are a total reinvention of food photography. Food photography was always about spraying water on lettuce to create perfect droplets or rubbing lard on a steak to make it shiny. But in the Momofuku cookbook, the photos are gritty and cinematic. They look like they were shot on film and they tell a story. They aren't just perfect arranged photos of food. I love photo books as much as the next guy, but now I kind of want to gather a collection of photo books that aren't explicitly photo books, but are examples of interesting ways to tell stories with images. And one can always tell when a photographer isn't getting out of the photography world enough. They're often insecure about their standing in the community or afraid to violate unspoken rules of the photography world. And that's a tough place to be because then your work will only be aimed at other photographers rather than reaching other people outside of the photography world. This is another reason I'm on the flip side of this discussion because maybe I haven't invested enough in the photography community and I'm only interested in making work aimed at either non-photographers or for myself, quite honestly. This podcast is kind of a reflection of that. I'm not always coloring in the lines of the photography world. I'm super interested in making something unique and, well, interesting. Making something different has always been kind of my quest in my photography career. And in order to make something interesting and different, we have to consume interesting and different things. We have to listen to the world around us. And there's this movie, maybe you've seen it, but probably not. It's not a great movie, but it lays out a simple premise of creativity that I enjoy. It's called We Are Your Friends. It's a Zac Efron movie where he plays an aspiring DJ. He meets and becomes friends with a more famous DJ who coaches him on how to find his voice. And the movie boils that down in a really insightful way, in my opinion. There's a scene where Zac Efron plays one of his tracks, which sounds like cookie cutter DJ music, I guess. And it's all sounds from his DJ computer software. The famous DJ played by Wes Bentley, you know, the guy from Yellowstone, tells him to try and use sounds from the real world instead of all the sounds that every other DJ is using. And I don't know if that's an accurate depiction of DJs or not, or if DJs go around recording the sounds of nail guns or quarters spinning in order to integrate them into their music. The overall message is saying that we need to create something honest and something that is actually part of who we are, and then maybe it'll hit and reach a larger audience. And recently I talked about what I believe 
the secret to success is. Focus on making something really good and being kind to people. And I think the sub-secret under making something good is to consume the world around us, not just the photography world. The only way to be unique is to consume unique stuff and to find inspiration in weird places. And if we just make work for other photographers, we'll never reach that next level creatively. All this talk about telling your story or making something honest about who you are doesn't mean much if who you are is limited by what you're taking in. You are what you eat. And if all we do is watch photographers on YouTube, then maybe one day we can be a really good YouTube photographer. But that's kind of it. In order to be more, we have to explore more. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow me and other projects I'm working on, you can go to willmalone.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at willmalone. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at deadphotopodcast. And I'm trying to grow my Twitter. And you can follow me there at willmalone365.